Welcome to C3 Belconnen. We hope you enjoy our latest Sunday message. guys, so excited to be bringing you a really different service on Pentecost Sunday. We've got a panel uh, that we're going to be hearing from, unpacking some stories and experiences about life empowered by the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. We really felt like actually hearing personal stories on a day like today yeah. could be really powerful. And I know that you're going to get a lot out of hearing these guys' story. And, uh, you know, just as we sort of set the scene for this, I, I guess, it, it got me thinking about how sometimes we just make life way harder than it needs to be. Um, and I don't know if you've got a, a story in mind or a thought about when you've done things the hard way. Uh, for us recently, it was trying to back the car out of the driveway, and it's no longer got one of those, you know, handbrakes that you can actually push a button. It's all electronic, but it decided not to cooperate. And so we're telling it to go backwards, and it's saying, uh-uh, yeah. uh, handbrake stuck on. And we could, there was no way you could talk it into it. And, and I guess that was my thought when, when it comes to doing life with or without the power and presence of the Holy Spirit wow. in our worlds. You know, without an understanding of the empowering presence of God's Holy Spirit in our yeah. lives, it's a bit like trying to please God with the handbrake on. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it can turn a life of faith in Jesus into... A, a like kind of rote following rules and regulations. Yeah, absolutely. And God has designed us to actually have life to the full. And that yeah. is the the um, the beautiful blessing of being led by the Holy Spirit absolutely. is that life, uh, we can actually lead a life that is uh, to the full and yeah, what God designed us to be. It's filled to overflowing. Yeah, that's right. In fact, that's the language the Bible uses so often when we hear about the Holy Spirit. And if I take you to Acts 2, which is the birth of the church, uh, this spectacular thing that we get to be a part of. And uh, Jesus had uh, returned to heaven and he'd said to his followers, he'd said, wait. wait. You, you know, imagine that. Like what a, it's like someone ready, set, waiting for that, that gun to fire, right? And they had all the information, but what they needed was the empowering. You see, information itself is not enough. And so Jesus said, wait until you receive this power from on high. And this is how it happened back in the day. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. And suddenly there was a sound from heaven, like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting, right? It filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. Just hold that thought. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit. And they began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. At that time, there were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. When they heard the loud noise, everyone came running. They were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. This is the launching of the church. And, and I love this sense that the Holy Spirit came and filled the room. Yeah, that's right. To overflowing. He filled the room, and it was a corporate experience that they, yeah. they actually had. It was something they had together, but at the same time, it talks about the tongues of fire Absolutely. being an individual thing, and it actually is very specific in the Word where it describes those tongues as individual tongues, not yes. just a sort of... You know, I, I mean, if it was me, I would have just created a big fire. It would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah. But no, this was actually individual tongues on people. And yeah. so it's a beautiful thought that Isn't it? there's it's a, both corporate and individual. Yes, there's this corporate infilling and overflowing. Yeah. I love the sense that the whole room was filled with the sound of this mighty yeah. windstorm. Yeah. And yet it was a discernible 
touch of the Holy Spirit totally. on each person. Totally. And so much so that, that as, a, as they began to speak in other tongues and, and speak in languages mm. they didn't know, there were a whole range of other people who could say, oh, that, hang on, I understand that and yeah. I understand that. Yeah. It wasn't just this one uh, totally. big thing that all blended together, yeah. right? And so that's why we've got you, so you guys cool. here. We've got Patrick yep. and we've got Susie and we've got Zach. And we wanted Great. to just start to unpack some thoughts about you guys and your experience and encounter of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Um, and so there's this sense that, you know, in our lives, uh, we may sometimes be able to say, hey, th this is what it f life felt like before I really understood or, or, or experienced the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Um, and I, I guess, Zach, can you, can you take us there? Can you describe, I guess, that sense of, of, the, of, of being a, a, a believer in Christ maybe without fully understanding or experiencing the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Yeah, I think um, one of the, the biggest things for me um, within, is sort of experiencing the empowering of the Holy Spirit was uh, before that sort of feeling like I had um, some idea of uh, what the rules were or what it was that I was yeah. meant to do or act or how I was meant to behave. Um, but when I sort of had that infilling of the Holy Spirit, um, you know, the Bible talks of him as uh, the Holy Spirit as being like a, a companion and um, a really strong sort of sense of that, that no matter what I'm doing or, or set out to do, that, um, that I'm not doing it on my own, that it's yeah. not just all in my own strength or... And I find that that helps so much in, in sort of filling in the the in between, the, like the almost the application of yeah. you know I might I might know what the Bible says I meant to have this sort of character act yeah. in this sort of way, but I find that when the companions with me and the, and the helper is with me, that um, that that helps to fill in a lot of the gaps of how does that actually apply to my day? What what does that actually mean when I see that person or, or when I come into that situation that it's able to that I'm feel so much more empowered and enabled in those sorts of things. Yeah. That's actually a gorgeous, I, I love that thought that he comes in and he fills those gaps for us. And I know I remember when, um, when I first experienced the Holy Spirit, there was such a relief in me. I, I, I don't know, did you feel that, that kind of, oh, actually, I can probably do this with help you know I can actually live yeah, yeah, according absolutely. to the word with him guiding and and leading me on that journey is that kind of what you experienced as well yeah absolutely I think before the Holy Spirit comes in um I you can easily sort of feel tied up in um I think it's easy to feel tied up in, in sin or condemnation yeah. or, or yeah. feelings of exactly. not measuring up um, and it's easy to go, oh, well, I failed this one time and I'm, nev so yeah. I'm never going to be able to do it. I couldn't even make it through one day. Yeah, yeah. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, that it really lifts that yeah. burden and you sort of think, yeah, I, I can do this. Yeah. yeah. So so I guess, Suze, has it, have you got that sense of the daily experience and the daily walk with the Holy Spirit? Can you describe what that feels like? Yeah, um, I think... You know, over time, uh, as you as you grow in your understanding of what it is to draw on the Holy Spirit and draw near to God through the Holy Spirit, it becomes uh, almost like a point of of second nature. Whereas, mm. you know, we all go through uh, good days, bad days, challenging days, funny days, um, and just being able to draw on that um, peace and presence and uh, confidence that comes with knowing that the Holy Spirit is dwelling yeah. within me. Um, you know, and 
gosh, you, you sometimes might go, go through a couple of days where you go, oh, I didn't read my Bible, oh, I forgot to pray. But yeah. just knowing that you can then rest back in that place that really? I haven't moved any further away from yeah. God. He is still exactly yeah. where he is. Mm. I am still exactly where I am. And uh, that renewing of that, that experience and encounter with God yeah. is such an easy and precious and accessible yeah. thing. What does that look like for you day to day? Like to describe, I, I've heard, you know, Pastor Phil say that he'll, he'll, Phil Pringle will literally walk and sort of go, Holy Spirit, what do you think? You know, how, how does it look for you, Susie, in your day to day walking with him like that in such an intimate way, I guess? Um, oh, I guess it, it looks differently depending on, on what I, what I'm needing to do at that point, you know, yeah. as, right. like as, uh, a wife, a mum, yep. a um, professional running a business, all those mm. sorts of things. There are so many different hats uh, that that I'm putting on throughout the day. And I guess knowing that the Holy Spirit is just uh, going before me in everything that I'm doing means yeah. that there can be sort of that seamless transition. And yes. um, for me, uh, obviously, worship is a huge part yeah. of my yeah. heart and, you know, uh, I, I know that we are all created very differently and we all connect with God in very different ways. Uh, for me, it is through two things, through worship and through uh, nature. I just love yeah, to right. be outside, yeah. in, in just in God's creation. But um, for me, definitely worship music. I put it on in the morning. It's the first thing, because I get up first of all, first thing I put on is worship music and that's almost the, the wake up for the house. Mm. So the kids are getting up into that worship, into that presence of God. And it's just practicing yeah. that, uh, that, that, that counterpoint, you know, that, that anchor point, that yeah. this is the, the food for my soul kind yeah. of thing. It's such an intimate intimate thing to be led by the Holy Spirit, isn't it? We're not talking about an intangible, distant, removed God, um, you know, who's just left us with a playbook to try and live by. But like you said, Suze, as you shift gears into the different seasons and, and, you know, places and ways that you have to do life, it's not like any of those are unknown to to God. Um, So so Patrick, I'd love to hear hear what that looks like and feels like for you and and maybe lead into some of, some of the, I guess, what was your experience of encountering the Holy Spirit um, and any stories you might want to share with us? Um, my story is a, a little bit similar to uh, Zach. I, I have both before and after and, uh, speaking in tongues. So I received Jesus and have this amazing encounter of the Holy Spirit without knowing that was the Holy yeah. Spirit. I received Jesus uh, uh, in a church on Sunday and disappeared. I refused for anyone to follow me. I just wanted to come to church. Yeah. But immediately after that, because I just did it genuinely and wanted God in my life, so th- there was this presence of the Holy Spirit just telling me what to do. Yeah. So that presence so, was just there, like, yeah. don't say this, don't touch wow. this. Right. Uh, and it reminded me a verse in the Bible that I've never read, but Exactly, and I trust that presence. I didn't yeah. know. I just knew that. Knew. Now I'm a Christian. I can't say this. Mm. Yeah, wow. <laughs> now so I, that counselor yep. was the there, guide, yes. the guide, the one who comes 
I mean, that's the, the paraclete, the, yes. right? The one who comes alongside. To, to, to help us, to, to, to help us know Jesus, to help us understand Jesus, to, to, to guide us in uh, the truth. And, and one day I'm, I, I just moved from one city to another and I'm going to church. I don't know which church, so I'm just walking in the street. I found this big, huge church, amazing someone powerful preaching. Yeah. I stood up there trying to listen and I'm in church, but outside in the road listening. And I could hear that voice say, no, not here. Oh, Keep wow. going, not here. Huh. And then a few meters after that, and then I have this peace. They said, yes. I'm huh. standing outside. The church was full. Out, outside, under the tree, listening to the message and everything the preacher was saying, I had like, a voice saying, a man, a man inside. Yeah, wow. That's, that's the kind of, so that was before the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So then, yeah. after that, I started knowing the, the, the word of God and trying to listen to stories of Pentecost. And that just fascinated me. And I wanted to know more, reading books, listening to yeah. But I could not speak in tongue. I prayed. I did everything didn't happen for seven years. Wow. And those seven painful years. <laughs> one side of me was, I love Jesus. I want to follow you. I yeah. want to do everything. Yeah. The other side, why can't I speak in tongues mm. like everyone? But I guess maybe, and, and I was frustrated. God, I was angry sometime. Yeah. After you in church, they pray mm. for people and yep. finish everyone speaking in tongues, a few people, and you expected to receive something, yep. nothing happened. Mm. And I just go home devastated. Yeah. Was, but so there was a breakthrough moment for you? There was a breakthrough after that seven years. What One was day that? somebody came, a mature uh, man of God, explained yep. it clearly. Yeah, right. So, you know, sometimes we have these amazing questions in us, but yep. we don't want to ask because it's the Holy Spirit, and I don't want to offend. And, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of uh, little things inside of us. Yeah. We, don't we don't want to offend God, right? No, we no. don't want to break God yes, with our questions. <laughs> <laughs> and I have this amazing idea that my, for me, maybe the baptism of the Holy Spirit will come like a, just a fire, like yeah. saying in the Bible, yeah. in my own little box. But yeah. now when they explain to me, say you have to put in some effort. Yes. Yes. Open your mouth, yes. pray loudly, yes. do something, yes. Yes. and trust Take, God. Well, yeah. taking, and it happens. Well, that's, that's awesome. It's taking awesome. that step of faith, isn't yeah. it? That, that step you know, of faith. Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. you understand what it is. Because yeah. Yeah. It's just for most of people, it's just these mysterious things. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking in tongue. and that, We are scared. We don't know how yeah. to engage <laughs> with yeah. God. And, even, even and we never language. ask those questions. I don't want to, yes. to offend the pastor. I don't want the Holy Spirit to God. <laughs> I don't want to upset you, God. I'm sorry if I use the wrong words. I mean, some of the language doesn't help, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, like especially, you know, for us these days when a lot of the, you know, the, the King James, you know, often says the Holy Ghost yeah. and, you know, you yeah, sort yeah, of, yeah. whereas yeah. actually the, the, the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit as, as a person. Yes. With, yeah. uh, with emotions and yeah. feelings and, and a will. Who comes us. alongside yeah. But yeah. doesn't actually make us do anything, yeah. right? There is still that, that step of faith, that choice. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that actually really impacts me as yeah. well as, as I remember on my story of, of talking in tongues, the yeah. same sort of thing. There's, there was the waiting time and then there was the moment where I understood that I actually had to take a step and start, yeah. open my mouth and talk. Absolutely. And then God and came on that. keep practicing when yeah. you have it. Absolutely. Keep going yeah. on, don't yeah. stop. That's right. Yeah. It's great. So it just it's explain really it very clearly and yeah. try. And from that day, 
different. I, I, I don't remember oh. if I can really pray mm. and finish the prayer without yeah. speaking in tongues. Yeah. So that's uh, how. And, you know, and I, we, we meet people all the time and maybe over this series we'll have a chance to unpack this further and, you know, in your connect groups, yeah. ask these questions if this is not something you've experienced. Like even right now you can hit that prayer button or let us know that yeah, you'd love someone to pray totally. with you or chat with you or on questions. right now. Yeah. Ask questions about what it means to be um, to be filled with the Holy Spirit and, yeah. to, and to speak in other tongues. It's essentially, here's the really short version. Uh, like, why would we think that God is limited by our vocabulary? Yeah. Patrick speaks like six languages. Uh, I speak 1.2 uh, languages. <laughs> we a tiny little bit of another language. Totally. But we're all different levels of vocabulary. And, and if, you know, God is a God of all, totally. all mankind, not of just one language. And so he's not limited by our, our thought processes. Yeah. And so we can't just tie God down to a human experience. Yeah. Um, Zach, if you had any, like, did you trip over any thoughts or things that were, you had to get your head around in terms of this idea of walking with the Holy Spirit or, or any fears or, or misconceptions that you had to deal with? Yeah. Or maybe you as well, Suze? Like, what, what do you guys think? Um, well, I grew up Baptist, so that should say. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How I felt about it. Yeah, yeah. Where does that go? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that I didn't so much have fears or misconceptions so much as um, before, I guess, I knew who the Holy Spirit was, like, um, that, oh, yeah, I guess, like, there's misconceptions. Before, before I knew who the Holy Spirit was, that, yeah. you know, it was, it was just this mystical, strange force mm. floating around and maybe, yeah. you know, it'll, it can, you know, there'll be times where the Holy Spirit will come on, like, come over you or there'll be, like, a presence or it'll go mm. away, but... Um, learning that he is that person, that he is that companion and that friend. Yeah. And that he is there um, all the time. That he doesn't actually yeah. depart, you know. Yeah. I think yeah. um, that's been one of the things that right. I've sort of had to learn is that it's not, it's not, I can, you know, I could be at church or whatever it is and be in a bad mood and be like, oh, no, the Holy Spirit's just not here. But, you know, if, <laughs> yeah. if, if I lift my hands and, if, and if, I, yeah. know, if I invite the Holy Spirit in, the, then he always turns up, you know, he's yeah. always... Yeah. Reliable. It doesn't matter whether it's in, in worship or, or I'll find, you know, I might be at work or whatever it is going about my day and, and you know, you have that little voice sort of nagging at you and things start yeah. going wrong and it's right. going to be a bad day. Right. And you go, oh, no, and I forgot to pray this morning. I forgot yeah. to this and that. And you can sort of actually stop and go, and I yeah. can actually sort of stop myself and go, that's great. no, that that doesn't matter. It's, yeah. That, does, that, does, that, that, that hasn't changed mm. God. Like, yeah. he's, he's yeah. still That's here. Right. The Holy Spirit is yeah. still here. Because I, I the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. just kind of plow yeah. on in and, yeah. you know, the, I you know, picking up on that, you're coming yeah. to church and you feel like the Holy Spirit might have left the building, it, yeah. you know, but the moment you open yourself up, it's not so much we're inviting him in, we're actually yeah. opening ourselves up yeah. to what he wants to do. And yeah. and then he's, you know, he's there in a second when we get ourselves sorted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, so, so, like, you, you alluded to the fact that you you had to maybe get past some old ways of thinking. Yeah, yeah. Um, as I said, I did grow up in a Baptist church, a beautiful little Baptist church, but, um, you know, there were some significant theological differences in understanding right. around what the Holy Spirit is all about and the outworking of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And so I had to um, get to a point where I could put aside those perceptions and mm. things that I'd grown up with that perhaps weren't necessarily what, what was the best thing. Yeah. Um, and just trust God that, mm. 
you know, I'm not blaspheming the Holy Spirit. I'm not doing anything like that. I was very blessed that um, my eldest sister, as oldest sisters and siblings often do, they, you know, pave the way for you. (laughs) She she started going to a church, which was a spirit-filled church, and she experienced that. And she was able to really take me by the hand and lead me Mm. through very gently. And, you know, I had a similar thing with Patrick. Like, my sister was the one who laid hands on me to pray that I would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And at that point, nothing happened. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm kind of new to all of this stuff, so I'll just wait and see what happens. And over time, my sister would keep saying to me, you know, anything happened yet? Anything happened yet? And I'm like, oh, you know, sometimes I feel like I hear some phrases and that sort of stuff. And then she was the one who said to me, you have to use your vocal cords. You actually, there is Mm. actual physiological action that you have to take to make your vocal cords vibrate together to produce the sound that the Spirit of God is putting in your heart. Even if you don't understand, just bubble. Yeah, just begin to speak. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, it it was um, not seven years. Certainly that long. Yeah, a little bit of time just to be able able to just have confidence that the Word of God is truth, that the Word of God doesn't change, that the Holy Spirit that was, you know, poured out on this earth on the day of Pentecost Mm. is the same Holy Spirit, doing the same miracles, doing the same touching of people's lives, doing the same, you know, revelation and healing and all that sort of thing in people's hearts today. Exactly. Could do that. Touching out in people's lounge yeah, rooms too. Yeah. You know. And I we're gonna pray for that at the yeah, end as yeah, well. Absolutely. So Believing that's, that's that there's there's cool. healing yeah. for people today. Yeah. That there is a, a there is a shift in mindsets. Yeah. I actually believe for some people today, um, what's happened over this season is is that sort of dark clouds have settled over your yeah, thinking and you're you already were feeling a little bit tenuous, but but now it feels like the future is just a blank wall. And, and, you know, the Holy Spirit is the one who can come in and start to, you know, unravel some of, of those, those thoughts that have started to dominate and, and replace them with the things of God. His job is to reveal Jesus to Actually, us, right? As you said that, I, I see it almost as a tangled thing. And yeah. you said that, like there's almost it's like a... It's an unraveling and an untangling. Yeah. yeah, it's like he's just going to tease that thing apart gently because he is mm. the Holy Spirit. He he loves us and he wants to take us on the journey. And I think yeah. that's, yeah, that's an um, incredible word, yeah. babe. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, what happens when we have the Holy Spirit active and alive mm. in us is that there's this incredible partnership with God. Mm. Yeah. I think it's really easy for, for us as as believers to sort of live on either end of the spectrum. Right. Well, yeah. God's got to do it all yeah. or we've got to do it all. Yeah. And and yet the language of the Bible is this language of partnership, yes. of empowering and infilling uh, of the Holy Spirit, um, of God moving in our worlds and moving through us, not just us sitting back. Um, so how about we just sort of, you know, wrap up in this last moment or so, you know, maybe seeing if you guys can think of a, a moment or, or something that is that is very real to you in terms of the way that God works with you or maybe through you um, by the power of the Holy Spirit? Is there something that maybe you never saw yourself doing or that you've experienced that you thought that could only be God? Is there something that, like, yes, Patrick, you'd probably tell us a hundred yeah, stories, yeah, yeah. but is there, <laughs> is, there, is there one quick story you could, you could share with us or one uh, experience? Okay, when, uh, yes, um, I... Uh, I was, let's let just talk about small group. Yeah. We were in a small group, so having a series of um, um, uh, learning. And yep. uh, so uh, 
one week we have to talk about the Holy Spirit, just trying to understand the Holy Spirit. Yep. And we were about to pray. So at the end of the study, we have to pray. So uh, tell me before that. So just uh, we were having dinner. I was doing these silly things, just uh, like, uh, and people laughing like crazy just 10 minutes before. And at the end of it, I'm going like, well, I'm about to go and pray and try to, 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 for the Holy Spirit to come. And now I've met these people go crazy. How am I going to change the atmosphere? <laughs> so this okay. is crazy here. Yeah, yeah. But man, we just moved from there and enter in the area where we're going to pray. Yeah. So we just say, okay, let's welcome the Holy Spirit. Let's just pray. Yeah, I love that thought. And that is the only thing I did. And <laughs> so, and this person here crying, this person screaming, this person speaking in tongue, this person. Yeah, well. And I'm going, oh. Okay. God showed up. Well, what's happening here? Yeah, what's wow. So, so that's, yeah, that's, sometimes that's, that's all we need good, to say. Hey, welcome happening. So Holy Spirit. People trust yeah. God as people yeah. Yeah. Uh, take that little step of faith awesome. and uh, take so risks. Yeah. And God. It's, it's turning God people moves. back yes. to focus on yeah. God, isn't it? It's again, yeah. it's the yeah. same idea. Yeah. We open ourselves up to yeah. the Holy Spirit yeah. and he does his thing. That's God right. does his thing. Yeah. Beautiful. What about you, Suze? Um, yeah, uh, I think probably one of the things that um, that I'm thinking of is just the faithfulness and the consistency mm. of God. Um, you know, there there have been times in my life where I've had a very significant encounter with the Holy Spirit, where I've experienced miraculous healing for mm. things, and uh, you know, th those are stories for another day. But I think the main the main thing that I, I would say now is, um, you know, a as a worship team, we kind of if we don't have the Holy Spirit mm. doing what he needs to do through us. Yeah. Yep. As Ben often says, uh, we may as well just go down to the pub and play yeah. a set play a at the pub yeah, because yeah. it's actually, you know, there's there's no purpose to doing this yeah. if we don't have the Holy Spirit with us. Mm. And as a music team, um, mm. around the middle of last year, we made a decision that we really wanted to... Um, you know, while it's very important to do the practical and the practice and the, you know, all, all the administrative side of music, um, we really decided as a team that we wanted to just press into the Holy Spirit yeah. in a much deeper way yeah. together as a, as a team. Um, and so we decided that we would start every practice with worship and prayer. Yeah. And whichever team is rostered on the next Sunday, they will run it. And so we literally have people walking in it. You know, we start at 7 o'clock. We have people walking in at 5 past 7, running onto stage, grabbing a microphone, picking up a guitar, someone going, what song are we going to do? And then we're like, okay, let's do this song. And people are still walking in and we will just start to worship. Yeah. And everything just everything stops. Right? Yeah. And it is honestly every yeah. week that we awesome. do that, it is the yeah. most um, precious moment. Yeah in what is often a pretty busy, chaotic week yep. where we just come, we focus, the Holy yeah. Spirit draws our focus back to Christ. That's it. Which is it's what he's there to do. <laughs> Jesus. And we experience so this beautiful, chaotic, crazy, yeah. unpracticed, unrehearsed moment yeah, yeah. of the presence of God. Yeah. And, and you just watch, you know, yep. the people who are in the room, you know, mm. we just, people fall to their knees. Like yeah. having we, a drink, right? Isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, if you're it's thirsty. Like fresh air. Or or yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. it's life sustaining. Yeah. It is. It That's is. It. Yeah. It is. Awesome. Zach, you want to finish this up, man, with some? I, I got distracted by the amazing story. <laughs> I can't even remember the question. <laughs> just that sense of, um, you know, I guess the, a moment maybe or an experience of the Holy Spirit at work in you or maybe even something that you can look at now and think that never would have come 
out of me. Maybe it's a regular practice in your world or something out of it. That's, that's divine. That's God-inspired. Yeah. Um, I just think that uh, there are so many um, moments where God, the Holy Spirit turns up and he, and he just does things. Sometimes I think he just does things the opposite to how we think they should be done so that, yeah. so that we know that, that he's doing them. Um, yeah. And I think that happens in so many moments. But one moment yeah. that I can think of, uh, a couple of years ago, I had um, surgery on my shoulder. I'd torn part of my rotator cuff and I'd been up yep. at, at, a, at, a, at the C3 National Conference and I'd gone up for the, the healing altar call and all mm. these things. I was so sure, no, my shoulder was going to be okay and yeah. it was going to be healed. And, and I was really... You know, I was a bit disappointed at the end because it sort of it was still no good. And I think it, maybe it was a week later I went in and I, I had surgery for this torn rotator cuff. And, and I can just remember laying in the hospital in, in just, you know, curtained off from the hallway in this little yep. room before I went in for surgery. And, and it, it had felt like this sort of this fierce fight for like, oh, I want to be healed from this and, yeah, and this real yeah. struggle. And I remember just laying there and I remember just laying there and being so calm and peaceful and just singing worship mm. sort of as I was laying there and um, and that was sort of the last thing before I went in and, and anyway I came out of out of the surgery and and the doctors the surgeon essentially came in and said oh so yeah went in there and I did this and that but there was no there was no tear so and so that should have been an injury that you know it takes a, a year to recover from and yeah. spent months and months in a yeah. sling and had the, the best possible scans and I saw so so wait what so what was what was on the scans he's like oh I I don't I don't know and he was happy with that answer <laughs> just I don't know what happened yeah but yeah I love the I love that God just doesn't work with our timing yeah. or in our yeah. ways but yeah. he is a way of reminding us that <laughs> yeah. he is in charge and, and it yeah. always draws us back to him I love that yeah. you yeah. you know as you were lying on the bed you were worshiping yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's what he will always do is draw Absolutely. us back to mm. him and yeah. and I really hope that today's panel that that's what this is doing yeah. that it's drawing exactly. us back to God it's yeah. opening us up to the yeah. Holy Spirit yeah and this this willingness to be filled by him yeah yeah Thanks for listening to our Sunday message. If you would like to find out more about our church, visit www.c3belconnen.org.au.